Are those Thundercat headphones? Uh, or is it like a Japanese logo? These are a Japanese logo, likely. I think it means something, something sports. I can't remember. TT Esports by Thermaltake. They're part of a set. Disc Sports. They are by far the cheapest set of headphone, keyboard, and mouse that I could find. And it came with a mouse pad, which gets used frequently. Which would probably be the most expensive piece of thing that came with that, would you Headphones? Say? No, the mouse pad. Yeah, probably. Like, it's felt isn't cheap. So I looked around at everything, and there was really nice uh, keyboards that are like 99 bucks, 100 bucks. You're it's talking like price. PC keyboard? PC keyboard. Yeah. Um, but then this entire kit with all four pieces was seventy nine ninety nine, and I am frugal. But don't you think... <laughs> but don't you yeah but don't you think like okay every other component's gonna be shit yeah oh yeah they are but they but they work fine the mouse pad works fine <laughs> what, what else quality quality shit <laughs> what else matters nothing at this point according to metallica nothing else matters in time anyway welcome everybody this is the a tier <laughs> Might be the uh, it might be the history of us having a father in radio that, that really probably we don't remember much of that, mm. but might have worn off on us. It may have. Maybe this is why he did it. It could be. It just must a, be in the blood, and yeah. we're like, because maybe he didn't teach us anything, and we're just like, well, let's just do this. Yeah, and I think it's partially because we like the sound of our own voice. So. Yes, like, well, we're asked, we're like our narcissistic pricks. I am more. Well, we both can be at times. I don't like the sound of my own voice, but I like talking. So people hear my voice. Well, see, I have headphones in, so I like the sound of your voice. Right. Mine sounds like, uh, I don't know. Because it doesn't sound like yourself. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, sounds yeah. like I'm talking through a tunnel and... You are. A tunnel. Speaking of, of tunnel, what's your favorite Heiser flip disc? Oh my God, I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, Did you see that segue? That was great. Also spell segue. I don't see how tired you are. S-E-G-U-E? Okay. All right. Um so my favorite Heiser flip disc, I would have to say, is the Axiom Theory, which I was really disappointed when I found out they discontinued it. So it's because no one throws them but you. Dozens of us throw them. I just prove it. <laughs> they would keep selling them. I All think. right. So if anybody out there throws an Axiom Theory, please just let me know. Uh, so, if you're selling it, I want it. Yeah, I uh, did, but Jillian has it now. Yeah. It's uh, a good disc. I liked it. It definitely is exactly what you're describing. Yeah. It's a tunnel mid-range Heiser flip shot. Yeah, 250 feet. But meteors also exist. But I don't know, gyro, gyro technology. Yeah, but they typically burn up in the atmosphere and they're useless. Yeah, so. that's true. What kind of a tunnel is that going through? Hot one. Let's get started on a couple of um, topics that we wanted to discuss today. So, first off, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Murphy. Yes. I'm uh, just introducing you. We haven't said your name yet. So, you are Justin Murphy. Yeah, you're Julian Murphy. I am Julian Murphy. Yeah, I am we the are brother. Brothers. Yep. Yeah, what he said. Um, and uh, how did you get started in disc golf? Uh, my neighbor. Uh, Zach, good friend of mine, uh, he um, was basically saying, hey, you want to come to Chicopee? We get to play disc golf. We get to play this game with Frisbees. Where Chicopee. Chicopee, great course. Mm. It's a ski resort for eventually when people listen to this that aren't from around here. Yep. Hopefully. That's our goal. Uh, it's a ski resort with a lot of elevation. It's a great course around here. It's very tough. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, you know, I should get to meet some of the neighbor dads in this neighborhood and, and let's just give it a shot. And I threw for like 
seven or eight holes and I bought a starter pack after I left and I bought a season pass there because it was so addictive and amazing. So what and was di- horrible. What discs were in your starter pack? Great question. Uh, a Trish Stratus, <laughs> which is a, a oh, hot the... Canadian wrestler. You gave that one to me, I think, didn't you? At one point? What color was it? Yellow. Yep. I think they're all yellow though. Yep, that was right. No. A Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. And then obviously a Pro D Buzz. Not a Brody, by the way. Oh, Pro D Buzz was in it. Pro D Buzz, yep. And a Magnet. Okay. Um, how about you? Uh, How'd you get into disc golf? You got me there. I did know that. Uh, we went for a drive to go to a, um, a hockey game. Um, stereotypically enough, we were headed to Ottawa, our nation's capital, to watch the Ottawa Senators take on the Edmonton Oilers. This isn't even a joke. This is a perfect starting in- intro, Julian, and for the podcast. Actually, there was two games that weekend, and we had tickets mm-hmm. to both. So the Edmonton Oilers and the uh, Ottawa Senators were playing in one of the games. I think that was the second one. And the yes, Pittsburgh good. Penguins and the Ottawa was Senators were playing okay. in the first game. Yes, good and call. Unreal lineup, back-to-back games. This is in January of 2017. I hope I'm right on the teams. I, I don't know about Pittsburgh, but Edmonton is 100% right. Yeah, because that's what I was actually excited to see. Just yeah, and you would be Connor excited to see both. McDavid is a gem of a human being, I assume, from watching minutes of He's interviews. a good hockey player. He's so good. Uh, regardless, sorry. Um, no apologies, this is our show. It's Canadian, though. Yeah, but this is perfect. The A tier. Also, before Julian keeps going, because it's a cool story, A tier is E-H tier. Just so you guys uh, out there think that we're funny. That was Julian's idea, and I laughed. I love it. All right. Uh, So uh, we were on a long road trip, uh, five and a half, six hours, on our way from where we live up to Ottawa. And we, you had looked up a course ahead of time that you wanted to stop at and play, and it was at a college on the way up. Loyalist College, I think it's uh, called? Belleville. It was in Belleville. That, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, and it was a an eighteen hole course, but it was the pars were a little. Yeah, out I think of I was whack. like I was like minus thirty three. It didn't make any sense at all. No, and I had like no a par idea. Five was like one hundred and eighty feet. I'm like, this doesn't seem right, but I'm going to take the score on the scorecard. Yeah, I think I had my first birdie that round, but I don't For count sure. it. It wasn't scored. It was a par five, and you got a four. Yeah, it was, it was 110 it was, feet. It was silly. Um, I made my first circles edge putt, and Did you I really? think that's pretty well oh, what hooked see, me. I wish I, I don't. I forgot that. I wish I remembered highlight like that. All I have in my head is a picture of you tapping in on hole one, yeah, like from five feet with funny form, and I'm like, and you're like smiling. I'm like, okay, maybe he likes this. That's all I remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. Well, so that kind of hooked me, and then uh, you and would... guys, also, sorry, it was January. Yeah, like it wasn't warm. No, no, it was freezing. It wasn't cold. like you know, like Arizona temperatures. It was freezing, and Julian, we're out there, and like, didn't you buy snow pants? Or... Yeah, I bought yeah. snow pants and yeah. boots because I didn't own them, and I knew that we were going to be trying this out. And giant uh, tiger. They were the cheapest ones I could find to <laughs> maintain a common theme here. Frugality. Um, and uh, I stayed warm-ish. Made a couple putts, threw a yeah. couple discs. Got hooked, though, like uh, so many people do that play this sport. It was unreal. And I think you, I asked you for a couple discs, and you gave me a three-pack. Your original Magnet, yep. your original Stratus, because you weren't using either of them anymore, and a Cyclone. Yes, um, the yellow cyclone. Yeah, the yellow cyclone, which is actually in the water at Chicopee. Yeah, I think a lot of, um, a lot of our discs are. <laughs> yeah, there are a few. Um, but anyway, from that point, I was hooked. So I did some research and uh, decided that I'm going to go to the store and buy my first disc that uh, that I'm going to buy. And after researching, I made the right choice because I didn't take any internet advice. And I bought myself an orc, which I proceeded to learn how to throw. Yes, it's a good disc, though. Eight months later, I could probably throw it decently. Maybe not great at first, but like... It became That's a, good. It's a good, yeah, like a 10-speed maybe? Yeah, 10-speed. Uh, it's a 10-speed destroyer. Right. 
Um, you threw that well. It's a, it was was it the plastic. clear ones? No, oh, it was pro. That's yeah, it was pro plastic. It was so like whitey color or something. Uh, red. No, red. I had a white, uh, like a beige backup one for it. Um, Do you but throw I, orcs still? I still have a couple. I don't really throw them because the one that I love is that red one, my first disc. And I... Um, Chicopee one? No, no, I still have it. I just, <laughs> I can't bring myself to throw it because I don't want to lose it. Right. For some reason. I don't usually hold on to things like that, but... That is weird. Yeah, for you especially. That orc. Man, love it. And we were hooked. That was it. So I started playing every morning at yeah. the Arboretum in Guelph. Yes. Um, I'd wake up bef- and play nine holes there before work and eventually got mediocre at it and kind of stayed there. <laughs> you still think you're pretty mediocre, eh? I'm like, I'm, I'm better than no, a new player. No, I was saying, is that better? Like no, I- I'm, I'm better than a new player, but I'm very right. mediocre at I don't golf. think you play enough. Eh. Right. And that's, that's I also, it. But do you care to get better or do you just enjoy I'm, it? I love it. I just yeah, like playing. Exactly. It's a great game. Uh, that's cool. Julian and I are actually um, playing in a tournament together coming up in Windsor, which is going to be sweet. I'm not sure that's happened. Maybe at Christie Lake last year. Yeah, this year. That was before oh, was all this January. coronavirus. That's right. That was before the five years that this coronavirus has felt like. So it does feel like that. <laughs> yeah, that was this January. Um, that was our last and one And you were together. leading going in the final round. Yeah, I was. And I was not. I was leading, like, not like trying to not be last place. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I finished fifth or sixth. Yeah, a little meltdown, but that's fine. It's hard to keep it together. And I think you said your longevity wasn't great, like, oh, in the yeah. cold and stuff like that, and, like, just not walking that much. Yeah, I'm, um, a, I'm a first half of the first round kind of player, and then yeah. after that, I coast. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, that's kind of how we got into it a little bit here. Um, I've played about four years and I, I guess that'd be the same for you. I think I'm, you're probably coming up to four and I'm four and a half ish. Yep. Yeah. Around I can see there. That. Um, wildly different divisions though. If you look at, uh, our stats and our ratings, I just get to play more. Don't do it. Um, yeah, we're not real. Uh, eight, nine, eight, two, five, Justin Murphy. That's my PDJ. I was trying to get the elusive 100,000 and I'm 164 that above was, that. But that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So Julian sat there cause he's really good with Reddit and all that shit. And was like, uh, I'm going to get the 100,000, or at least try to get it. And he sat there and didn't get a PGA membership until he knew the 100,000 was coming close. Yeah, and, and then he, I actually, uh, I slept in that day and then forgot about it. And cost you 164 numbers. Cost me, cost me 164, so I'm still really? very close. Yeah. Um, so, why we're starting this podcast, a um, couple of reasons, I guess. Nothing really serious. A, we love disc golf. We've mm-hmm. already talked about that. Yep. B, we were the commentary team for a Canadian disc golf provi- provider on YouTube that uh, covered some local tournaments, and we took a love, like we love it. We thought we were good at it. A lot, a lot of fans liked it. Maybe some people didn't, but you can't pl- please everyone. We're not for everyone. Yeah, fuck them. We can. Uh, I wouldn't. Not literally. I wouldn't. No, maybe some, but uh, we are definitely uh, enjoying it too much. So we're like, let's start a podcast. That's something you can kind of do, and you know, hit the ground rolling. So uh, we. Got asked to stop doing commentary. The guy that did it um, ended up, he wanted to do the commentary himself, and that's fine. He wanted to do, it's his channel. He put all the work into it. But we were kind of left with this little void where we're like, we still want to do something. So we had kind of talked about doing a podcast. Not really sure what it's going to look like or, or what it was going to look like. We have kind of. Or sound idea, like. Or sound like. So we bought this gear, and here we are. So uh, yeah, we, our goal here though, is going to be. The main focus, I think, on this is obviously going to be disc golf. We can shoot the shit about other stuff. But, guys, I've been lining up some... I'm not going to talk names right now, but there's going to be... We're going to drop some good interviews. Uh, I've reached out to several amazing players and yep. uh, got some great responses. So, we're, we're going to probably try and... I'm not going to... Don't hold us to this, but we're going to try and plug an interview in to each podcast 
uh, henceforth, pretty much, as much as we can. As much as we can. And yep. I mean, nobody's going to want to... There's only so many disc golf pros. There's only so many popular names and faces, and I'm sure there's only so many that are going to agree to talk to a couple of Canadian guys. I Every single person I've messaged so far has agreed to it. That's that's the that's a disc, disc golfer. Disc golf is amazing for them. That's what it is. I know. They're all <laughs> like, yeah, let's grow the sport, you know? Speaking of which, uh, I wanted to talk quickly. I was looking for next year's... I was looking at the, the uh, Disc Golf Pro Tour events for next year. Uh, all the staples are there, but they dropped a tournament that was pretty, I don't know, pretty crucial, pretty big tournament, like a beginning of the year tournament, Memorial oh. in Arizona at Fountain Hills and oh, uh, De La Viega. Okay. And Why, uh, De La Viega's gone too? Well, that, the Memorial's gone. So that tournament's not on the right. disc. Uh, maybe the tournament still runs, but it's. I was looking at the schedule and it's, it's not on there. Holy cow. So, so why, what do you like... I, I think I know why it was. I've played those courses last year. Yeah. When I was in Arizona, and I think I know why maybe, but I, it's kind of weird to kind of drop a major staple course like that off the tour. I don't know. So what what are your thoughts? You you said you kind of had a um, a thought as to why they would do that. What's so? Um... I've heard pros talk about this because I watch way too much disc golf. My wife's <laughs> upstairs. She would definitely be shaking her head yes right now. I think pros they've even alluded to it during commentary. Jeremy Colling has said it. Saxon has said it. All the good commentators have said it. We probably did because we're good. Um, <laughs> it's it's a birdie fest. It's those both those courses is like birdie or die. It's just not. They say it's not you know fun or uh, to watch. Challenging, not challenging. I disagree because I played Fountain Hills and I played maybe six holes and I found a different challenge. One was yeah, it's it, I thought it was very hard. The basket placements are nuts yeah. on those courses. Like I'm five feet off and and it, you know it slopes all three sides of the basket into the water on those little yep. concrete peninsulas. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but apparently it's too easy. The thing I found and I played six holes, I was in Arizona. I'm like, I'm playing fountain Hills. This is the best. It's going to be so <laughs> awesome. You have to, there was fucking 500 people everywhere. Rollerblading, walking dogs, kids, walk, rockets. You couldn't play it. Oh my. It was a Tuesday morning at like nine, a, uh, nine 30. Yeah. You couldn't play it. And oh. apparently the Memorial tournament, there's still people on the course when they're playing the tournament. Holy like they can't cow. entirely close well, it. I mean, so maybe that's what it is. Tuesday morning at 930 is a prime time for parks, right? That's when everyone's going to be I thought they, I mean, maybe they don't work in Arizona. Probably not, actually. They don't. No, their hours are 10 to 3. They're 936 to 5. If you are in Arizona yeah. and you hear me talking about your state, I don't know anything about you except for Clark County all of a sudden this week. So, oh, Why is that, Julian? Uh, there is an election happening right now, so I'm learning a lot more U.S. geography than mm-hmm. I wouldn't have previously known, but interesting to hear that. So, How's the election going? It is long. Yeah, I've it's taking a while. <laughs> a few days for, for, that, uh, for them to figure themselves out down there. Yeah, and by the time this is out, edited, and posted online, I'm sure there will be a clear winner with no issues at all. <laughs> No, <laughs> no lawsuits. Yeah. Nope. No. Uh, no challenges. Everything is going to go smoothly. And I'm saying that now. I'm not jinxing anything. Today is November 5th. Yes. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Everything's going to be fine. Probably that didn't, I mean, it sounded confident until the very end, but uh, had to knock on wood. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, anyway, I was just looking at the schedule. I was, I, I, there's not a lot to talk about right now for the disc golf pro tour. It's kind of a weird time for us to start. The uh, podcast, but my thought was when I thought, let's start a podcast was, yep. this is when the pros aren't busy. So if we want to get some interviews, nice, they're going to be having downtime, you know, between practice rounds, we can call them for 45 minutes and ask them all kinds of stuff. Yep. And dude, they're, they're going to be awesome. They're gonna be so fun to talk to. What kind of, what do you want to ask them? What do you mean? Just what's a question that you'd want to ask a pro? Like, 
Okay, like, are you I, I like, have are, you, are we going oh, to I was going to ask you. See, my questions are specific specific to that player. I don't want to give away any of the players on here. Um, but are you going to say things like, what I'm not gonna, did you throw on this no, hole? No, exactly. That's what you don't. I mean, maybe the conversation naturally rolls that way. But I, I want to know I want to know more about them. How'd you start playing? Like what you asked me. You know, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? Where do you live? How'd you start playing disc golf? You know, uh, who's your favorite person to hang out with on tour? What kind of stuff do you do between rounds all yeah. that stuff i think that's the cool stuff that we don't get to see for sure and and not enough players have um have a youtube channel and some of them don't have a very big social media following so i think mm-hmm. it'd be good for some of them as well uh, yeah. to get our dozens to hundreds of followers uh <laughs> episode yet. one episode one yeah tens yeah. oh we should have done that at the beginning oh okay go do it. welcome to the a tier this is episode one introduction i don't know what are we supposed to say that was it perfect so you can edit that back to the beginning I'll get there. We'll figure that out at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, where was we? We're kind of all off topic here. Memorials dropped. Your thoughts on Memorial being dropped, Julian? Course is too easy in foot traffic. Those are my those are my footnotes there. I like that. Uh, my my issue, I think, with Fountain Hills is there's too much fountain. Yeah. Not enough hills. I, you know, it's very true. Having stood there. Right. The fountain is... I actually <laughs> believe, and people have joked about it, but I believe that thing when it blows off every hour does create wind. Really? I think it creates tailwind. Like on, a sort of like a, a negative kind of vacuum in the air and it just kind of... I don't know. It's, well, anything like like blasting out is creating it. Like air. There's water. There's air pressure behind the water to do that. Uh, you're going to have to give me more in-depth. Talk to me about air pressure in pipes and water. What do you do outside of disc golf, Justin? I wish our viewers could see your face, our listeners. I'm a plumber. How about you, Julian? I'm not a plumber, but I just, the only reason I said that was because you gave me a perfect yeah, yeah, segue yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about pipes and air yeah, pressure. Yeah, no, I know why you so, did it. Uh, I am a solicitor of vehicles. That's a good You can't really make it sound, you can't make it sound nice. Can I say what I think it is? Oh God. It's not a used car salesman. No. Because it's new. He's a, you're a new car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, a, a GM sales representative. Perfect. Sales and leasing consultant. That's better. I, well, I'm a plumber. Like, there's nothing cool to say about that. It's sure a plumber. Is. Plumber. You, you lay pipes. Yeah. Okay. You you fit. I, I it's it's like Lego for adults. It's fun. I really like it. it. I actually I think it's pretty sweet. Actually, it is sweet. It's nerve wracking sometimes, but enough. And, and oh, by the what? way, uh, people Sorry are always gonna shit. We have to. It, people are always gonna shit. <laughs> it's gonna keep me. Uh, the, a good plumbing phrase is uh, uh, "assholes keep me in business." Oh my god, love that one. That's amazing. I want to get it on a T-shirt, maybe. <laughs> This is time for an ad read, our first ad read. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. What have you got? Uh, hang on. This uh, episode has been brought to you by Rocket Plumbing, <laughs> the company that I own. And I am the person going to be, uh, I am the, the one and only... Um, Rocket Plumber. Rocket Plumber. And what's the word I'm looking for when you're... Uh, when you Sole proprietor. No, yes. But like the, in the I'm giving the money. I am the thing here with the words... So what Justin's trying to say is... Sponsor! He is the sponsor of today's episode. I'm the the sponsor of today's episode. Episode one. Who decided that we should do a podcast and I can't even speak? I think it was you. Yeah. This episode has been brought to you by Rocket Plumbing. If you're in the Kitchener-Waterloo area or nearby within about a 20-minute drive, let's say half hour. Yeah, that's an hour. There's a little rate on there, but yeah, that's fine. If you're within a half hour, use code... A-tier. A-tier. Just say, oh, I listen to your podcast and I'll give you a discount. He'll give you a discount, whether it's five bucks or ten dollars, eleven. Who knows? The world's my. <laughs> There's so many numbers. There's that we so could many say. numbers we could use. Like the world's my oyster. Yeah. If you say that you listen to the A tier, 
he will talk to you about the podcast. Probably too much. At a discounted rate. Well, no, because then I'm still billing by the hour because I'm talking to them. Yeah, so you just give them a discount. I get on. more money. <laughs> but that was our first ad read ever. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Yeah. I wanted... You You came up with an idea to talk with maybe before we... Uh, I don't know, wrap... I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. We're just sure. kind of like flying by the seat of our pants here. For sure. I wanted to talk about a cool story this year that happened to me. A lot of people that listen to this at first, hopefully they listen to it, mm-hmm. know that I went to Waco to play in the DGPT event yep. this March. The Waco Annual Charity Open. An acronym for Waco. Yes. Oh. Shut up. Is that what that is? <laughs> Fuck you. So I went down there. Yeah. Uh, my, I was sitting at home and I'm like, someone had mentioned like, oh, Waco's in East. Brazos East looks not easy, but it's not, you don't need a ton of distance, which I do not have for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I could play that one day. And my wife's like, you should, when's the tournament registration? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, okay. So I look at it and there was like 38 spots available and I was actually actively registering. I go, I should play this. She goes, you should sign up right now. So she talked me into it in like three minutes. And then like within an hour, I had an Airbnb and like, or sorry, a hotel, a a car rental and like flight ticket. Oh, that's very cool. It was really cool. So I went down there, um, not to get too far off topic, but when I was down there, uh, I thought this is going to be a life experience. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to hopefully meet some cool players, see some cool shots. Probably not play with anyone notable. For sure. Because there's 120 players. There are several. There were 120 of them. Uh, So I'm sitting in my hotel. The tea time still hadn't been out yet. I went to, hey, I went to a Dallas Stars game that night. Yeah. Um, It was fun uh, because I'm a hockey boy and we're in Canada. So I go down and to my hotel and I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, when are these tea times going to come out? I refresh, refresh. I ends up no tea time still the day before. I'm like, well, I'm going to go over there and practice. Mm-hmm. So I start practicing and I meet this kid named Alden, Alden Harris. Who? I'm like, Alden Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like this really nice kid, uh, young, really talented. Hasn't been playing even as long as I have. Wow. And we're practicing together. Really nice kid. And we befriended each other. I was down there by myself. Yeah. Uh, so it was really great to meet him. And then halfway through this big jacked guy starts throwing with us. I didn't catch his name at first. He starts throwing buzzes like 600 feet, like snapping out of his hand. And I'm just like, what's your name? And he's like, I'm Ezra. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's awesome. Like I should watch for this guy. Oh yeah. Who is he? But like track pants, kind of long, greasy hair. He didn't give a crap at all. He's just like, I'm just here for fun. Just walks up. I thought he was a Texas guy. Throws a buzz 500 feet. I thought he was a Texas guy. Like, you know, just like me, like just a a random one-off having a fun day. Yeah. Just like me, a Texas guy. Playing in a disc golf pro tour event. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. And now, as we all know, but, uh, so we played a practice round. This guy could smash. We had a ton of fun. Uh, it was great. I went back to the hotel room that night after meeting these buddies and it was fine. And my, the tea times were up and lo and behold, I'm looking through the tea times. I'm like some dude, myself, then Nick masters, Nicholas yep. masters. I'm yep. like, Oh, I've seen him on coverage before. <laughs> Not a, a, you know, a super Sure, not a top 10 player, but a top 50 player, easy. And then I scroll up once more, and Tristan Tanner's my fourth. Oh, wow. And I'm like, holy shit. And he was Tristan. just on uh, he was he just on just, coverage, I think, right? He would just finished like, really playing well at Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe not just, but like within a month. He had finished, I think, second or third. I actually just rewatched that because Tristan, A, when I was playing with him, I didn't realize he was 20, 21. <laughs> like, he acts like he's 40. Like, the guy's just wise, smart, looks older. And my God, can he bomb a forehand? Oh yeah, the Ballista Pro. I, I, it's got to be 500 feet. I think if people, he gets into one, it's his. It's so smooth and snappy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think people were talking how he is. Uh, 
equivalent distance or close to the same distance as Eagle. Like, or the closest and, and, distance to and Eagle. And where's he from? Beforehand. Oh, come on. Colorado. No. I'm not kidding. That's amazing. I know. So, I oh, wake up and I'm like, now I'm, I wasn't feeling tons of nerves because I didn't care. I'm like, fuck, Tristan Tanner? Nick Masters? I mean, not so much Nick Masters, but I'd seen him before, so it's still kind of cool. Sure. Show up. Um, you know, I'm doing my practice putting beside James fucking Conrad. <laughs> and we have the same bag. Actually, we had the same bag at the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, the, ra- Rasta, the Rasta start. Rasta superhero bag. And I went to pick up mine for my tea time. And he's like, can I have my bag back? And I was like, look down. And I left mine beside his and we had swapped bags by accident. I'm like, shit, I just took James Conrad's bag. So did you guys uh, chat about s- it and laugh and go out for dinner later on? No, we just kind of grabbed it and kept practice putting with old greenie. A, a meet cute? Is that what those are called? When I you would. meet in movies, when they meet somebody, yeah. that's like a, an accidental thing, like a serendipitous. That was your meet cute I wish. with James Conrad. And then you guys... Hey, tell you what, I'll reach out to him, see if he remembers that, and see if he'll come on the podcast. Done. In. And he'll he'll hopefully remember that. Uh, <laughs> so then you got to get up to the tea pad, and there's like 500 people there. Because at this point, COVID was, COVID was just starting to happen, like during this week. Like, I'm surprised I flew down to Texas still. Yes, that's right. So we get there, and you know, it's like, Justin Murphy! And like 500 people clapping. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I got to throw the tee shot, which is not an easy tee shot on hole one there. Yeah. So I rip a forehand up the middle and look great. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just skipped out of bounds. True MPO. Yeah. Went almost. out of bounds though. Okay. And MPOB. MPOK. MPOB. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and missed like a 12 footer for par. And I was like, this is how it's going to be. Ended up playing fine. I shot a two over. This is not really the moral of the story. Which is a decent 976 or something like that, which is good for me. The nerves and everything. Considering I was playing with Tristan by, which by the way, the guy's so awesome. So chill and fun to play with. Yeah. It was, it was like a practice round. Yeah. He seems that way. He does a lot of the, um, he hosts a lot of things on YouTube, I think. Does he not now? He has his own channel. Yeah. Uh, and he does... A, him and Ezra seem to be hanging out a lot. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure about hosting stuff, but Luke Humphreys is a kind of a big host on OTB. That's right. That's what I was um, thinking of. Yeah. He's, he seems like a good dude, too. We'll have to get him on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, I, I, so, I play the round plus two. And, guys, don't forget whose first tournament this was ever. The biggest name in disc golf right now. Uh, it's, you know, selling millions of dollars worth of discs. Brody Smith. It was his first tournament in his home state. That's right. And he was on coverage that day. Yeah. The 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 chase um, feature card. Yes, that's Tim right. Tim Macbeth, Drew Gibson, and someone else that's probably really good. Uh, Kale Lavisca. Yeah. I think. So we're watching the round, and I'm with Alden and Ezra because my round had ended, and I'm like, oh, plus two is all right. Whatever. I'm, I'm not. I won't be playing with any pros tomorrow. Yeah. Lo and behold, we get down to 18, and I'm looking at the live scoring, and Brody Smith is at plus one. Oh, and no. Alden looks at me and goes, you're going to play with Brody tomorrow. He's, he's not parring this hole. There's no way he's parring 18. It's too hard. I'm like, I part 18. He's going to get it. Yeah. There's no way. I'm like, he's going to go for it and he's going to get two. He's going to be fine. I'm like, there's no way I'm playing with Brody Smith. I don't want to. I, I, it's going to be too nerve wracking. There's going to be people everywhere. Yep. He's a huge iconic figure. Literally too. He's a yep. big guy. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Good call. He's like six. He's a monster. He's just a huge <laughs> human. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, nah, there's no way. He throws a great layup. To the side, it's like a little hyzer. You probably can't picture the hole because you're not good at that. Mm. It's the lake one where Simon threw a putter over it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just yeah. didn't go for the lake. Threw the hyzer to the side, which is smart. Threw a forehand to about 26 feet or 27 feet. Down at the bottom of the hill at an uphill putt. And all, I'm like, I can't even watch Alden. Don't even tell me what I was happened. Watching the, I think I was watching at this point. Or and I, I go, he's going to make it. Please make it. Please make it. And he hits band and rolls. And I was just like, uh, oh, my God. That's just my condensate pump. It's fine. Furnace condensation. Sound effects of a basement. Woo! So anyway, uh, so I get down and and Brody misses the putt. And it's just like, 
He's plus two. So hopefully there's, <laughs> hopefully there's fucking ten other people that and are plus two. I think two. if I remember correctly, there was like six or seven at that point who were plus two. And you... It ended up being only four people that were plus two, I think, right? Uh, you ended up on this... You ended up on his card for round two. Yes. Spoiler alert yeah. here, everyone. Because uh, I, I remember I was watching the live stats as this was happening, and I was like, did if Brody... Shit. Did you feel... Did you... I was very anxious on your behalf. Yeah, because I didn't want... I didn't want to. Just just because I knew there was going to be somebody recording or talking about his second round. Whether... Oh it's God. obviously not going to be on, on Jomez, because they typically do lead and chase or, yeah, or whomever. It could have... It wouldn't be on them, you're right, but someone else definitely could have picked up a crew because to exactly. be like, this is his first tournament, he's blowing the game up for all of us, Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. So so anyway, I ended up playing with him, and, uh, which was fucking, oh my god, it was so crazy. He's super cool, super nice, but like he was focused on his game, he was very cordial. I played like absolute dog nuts, <laughs> but that's because the whole time I was trying to find a flight home because at that, that, that moment, right. right before Brody and my round started... They canceled the next day, and that was the final round. That's right. And they said all European players and the lone Canadian, me, was to go home and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, leave our country. Leave our country. Come back. Good riddance, Canada. Till the end of... Go start a podcast. So I left. Uh, so I, the whole time, I wasn't really focused. Not a great excuse. I missed putts. Missed, there was, I was still focused on my shots. Yeah. Uh, had a great time, though, and it was a cool experience, but then flew the hell home the next day. But yeah. that was a cool little story uh, of how I got to know some of the... Some of the players who are out there who are big names, and, and we maybe can get some of them on the podcast someday to talk about stuff, because they're cool people to talk to. I think that would be fantastic. Um, I really think that uh, lots of people will want to come on our podcast, and whether or not there's some Canadian players who want to chime in here, mm-hmm. um, we can do remote interviews for you West Coasters or in-person interviews with a mask in six feet of distance. Yes. For you local players, um, but welcome Really, we just want to say thank you for joining us on our first introductory episode to the A-tier. Yes. I think that pretty well wraps it up. Justin, can you just uh, finish off by telling us, what are you drinking? It looks like a, an IPA oh, of some sort. Fuck, it's a, it's a hazy IPA from Nickelbrook. I forget the name of it, but it's a Nickelbrook hazy IPA, and it's it's really, really good. I've been staring at it for minutes. Did you want my... You're drinking a coffee. I I'm drinking... I, am, I just finished it, though, when I was looking, and I... Would my like mouth started watering, and anyway... Are we in the bubble together? Do you want a sip of it? No, no, no. Okay, that's yet. cool. Thank you. Appreciate oh, it. No problem. But before we go, I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Because I'm gonna, we're gonna probably ask our guests this question, and we can get ours out of the way, so we don't ever have to talk about it again. Okay. You're in a tournament. No. Okay. Oh yes, you, I am. You're in next week. You're in. You're in on a tournament. Sure. And you're like, oh, they're like, oh my god, uh, Julian left his bag somewhere. Okay. He has no discs. You need. We have a store here with every single disc in the entire world. You need to play this tournament with three discs. Yeah, and, and they have every disc you want. What do you play the tournament with? Oh, baby. Easy yeah. question. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, so what Justin knows and a lot of you don't know is that I, uh, some of my best rounds are actually only three-disc rounds, and I typically choose... I'd say all of them. Yeah, that's You're, fair. They're always good scores, <laughs> 3 because I don't get tired. I'm kind of lazy and carrying a bag the entire time. Just I get that. I don't know. I'm out of shape. Regardless, uh, it's going to be a Neutron Soft Envy. That is my putting putter, my throwing putter, my upshot. Everything in disc golf is going to be... That Neutron Soft Envy. I have one in my bag for you to let me forget. There's a brand new one from, oh, thank you. from Luke. Thank <laughs> Just you. so you know. Yes. Appreciate it. Yeah. Second disc is going to be uh, an ESP Buzz. Yep. My uh, camouflage grass green one that blends into everywhere I throw it. <laughs> I knew those two. This, this is where I wanted to hear the driver. So the driver is going to be between two. 
no, it's my Ricky Destroyer, the okay. purple one. Were, I, you, were you thinking Mayhem? The G Star or... Fire, no, no, G Star Firebird was my other one. Oh, okay. But either of those I can forehand and backhand. But if I actually want some distance, right? Because you have I've three discs. I got to throw a Destroyer over. I feel the like firebird. you could mod, you could manipulate a, a Destroyer to be more like a Firebird than you could a Firebird to be like a Destroyer. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It goes exactly right. Twelve speed, nine speed. So those, are, those are my three discs, and now you are. Not in a tournament. You are stranded on an island, and the only thing there to do is an 18-hole course, and you get it. A genie gives you three wishes, and he says, the first wish is, choose your putter. Or one of your three discs. What's it going to be? This is a tough one for me, because I'm I'm between putters right now. Nope. Doesn't count. Uh, It'll be, uh, this is (laughs) embarrassing to say. No, it's not. A BT medium swan. BT medium swan. Great, straight putter. Understable. circle, it's fantastic. They're understable. Hard to throw long distances. No, I can get, uh, it's hard to control long distances. I can get it very far. Okay. Only because it has so much movement on it. It's like hyzer, flip, turn, right. fade. I've, I've parked a 340-foot hole that's downhill with one. All right, that, that genie, he's like, you know what? That was a great choice, but I'm going to give you another disc to choose. You don't actually get other wishes. You just get a disc to play right. this So the wish is just for discs. Yep. ESP Buzz, same as Julian. 100%. I, I even have the one in my head from my bag. Blue. Uh, no, it looks like a watermelon. What? It's pink. Oh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. with the green. Yeah. This now the it driver. This genie's going to offer me a driver or another disc at least. Isn't He's he? going to say another disc. He doesn't specify a driver. It could be a fairway driver. It could be a distance driver. Okay, I got one question before I answer this. Yeah. This course. Yeah. Because they're like left it has right fading shot. Okay, it has the widest range and variety of holes <laughs> that it. any course could possibly have. Shit, it sorry. has right to lefts. It has left to rights. It has long distance, short distance. Uh, elevation changes, weather changes for some reason on the back nine. Um, there's like a three or four snowy holes. And is it long, this course? Some of them. Right. <laughs> Buzz. Okay. I'm going to, I'll have to go with a, a new ESP Hades then. I'm going to, I'm going to negate my, nice. I'm not going to throw a forehand on this course. Nope. You don't need to with a Hades, right? It's Correct. a minus 40. It three. is a minus. It's got, that's closer to the my. It's very minusy. Yeah, it is. A turny disc. The difference with the Hades is it does have that minus three-ish turn, and it and it, they glide forever, yeah. which is nuts. It's it somehow comes back. Right. They somehow come back to the left, even with all that turn. It's really weird. Do you know why it comes back? Um, because after leaving Innova, Paul Macbeth came back, and Ooh. he released the Hades. Was he in Discraft before? No, he did. He wasn't. But he came back with a, a fiery passion to win tournaments okay. again. I get, I get what you're saying here. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know, he kind of faltered off at the end with, like, in his tournaments when he was with Innova still. I think he was just kind of... Yes. I'm completely talking for no, him. No, I love it. Speaking for him right yeah, now. Yeah. I have no idea. He'd say this exact stuff. Uh, he'd probably be more mute about it. I don't think you want to burn bridges in case... The amount we've talked on this episode already is yeah. more than Paul Macbeth, I feel like, has talked in his life. <laughs> he is so quiet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, he is. Even when he's on the, the videos with the um, with his company... Brody, him, and... Foundation? Yeah, Foundation. Thank you. We're not sponsored by Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. So those, so we got a Neutron Soft Envy, yep. uh, your Buzz, and a Ricky Destroyer. Yes. And then a Hades, Buzz, and Swan. Perfect. So we're going to ask our guests that come on the same question, and several, several hundreds, no, several tens of questions more. Yep. Because uh, I want to know stuff, and we're going to see where the questions lead to, and we'll maybe ask some impromptu questions. But bottom line is... We are the A tier, like Julian has spoken. Uh, we are going to do a disc golf podcast in Canada, and we hope to get a lot of listeners and have some fun with it because this is what we love to do. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us, and have a wonderful round of disc golf.